Welcome everybody to Filibuster Freestyle presented by Pop Sketch Designs. Pop Sketch Designs is the home of designs, wall decor, and t-shirt apparel. And not only is it the home for that, because there's a lot of homes for that out there, but it's the only place you can get official, co-branded, season ticket showcase, filibuster freestyle, listener, and guest created and sourced t-shirts for the holidays, for birthdays, in time for football season, in time for basketball season, here at the tail end of baseball season. So at Pop Sketch Designs on Instagram, you can follow them. You can go to www.etsy.com slash shop slash pop sketch designs and you can purchase yourself or a loved one or a friend the rings and trophies Patriots slash Appetite for Destruction album cover inspired t-shirt, the Mount Fenway inspired t-shirt, or the Mount Rushmore inspired Red Sox t-shirt, Mount Fenway featuring Ted Williams, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, Carl Yastrzemski, and Pedro Martinez, and the newest addition to the fleet, Tom Brady inspired the Notorious TB12 t-shirt. So go to at Pop Sketch Designs on Instagram, or once again, www etsy.com slash shop excuse me www.etsy.com slash shop slash pop sketch designs still working on getting that all out of the mouth at once anyway here comes the theme song on the other side why prince charles oh wait excuse me king charles will always be prince charles but why king charles is throwing off some major game of thrones joffrey baratheon vibes Highs and lows, wins and losses, it's been unbelievable. Bringing me joy and bringing me pain. They've taken years off my life. That's the deal we made. You're bringing me joy, you're bringing me pain, yeah, yeah. But every time I give up on them, they pull me back in. All right, so there you go. That's the theme song from Season Ticket Showcase. Again, promoting the Season Ticket Showcase brand as we look to fully immerse ourselves into Season Ticket Showcase, which before I get to the King Charles, Joffrey Baratheon stuff, let me just put in a plug. So Season Ticket Showcase, you can go through our feed. You can listen to the first five episodes. We talk to season ticket holders from the Celtics. That's not true at all. By the way, it's like 6.56 in the morning. Celtics were on my mind, but I'm not really sure why. I'm going to leave this in because why not? It's just the uh, it's the magic of being a father of a four-month-old and just trying to find a time to get into the studio. Anyway, not the Celtics, but the Patriots, the Red Sox, the Eagles, the LA Chargers, and the DC United of MLS. Those are our first five ep- our first five episodes. What I want to put a plug out there for, and we're going to be doing this anyway with the crack research team behind the scenes, is I want to recruit guests for future shows. I'm especially interested, for anybody listening, in season ticket holders for teams that are in the NHL, especially the original six. So Bruins, Boston Bruins that is, Montreal Canadiens, Toronto Maple Leafs, Detroit Red Wings, New York Rangers, Chicago Blackhawks, those six teams especially, but any NHL season ticket holders that get a hold of this or get friends of those people who get wind of this from this pod, send them our way. 
Uh, they can DM us on Twitter at FB underscore freestyle. They can DM us on Instagram at filibuster freestyle. Very interested in talking with hockey season ticket holders, especially of the original six. All right, we put in that plug. We told you about our T-shirts at Pop Sketch Designs, and we're ready to get into this Jeff, Joffrey Baratheon, King Charles, in my opinion, always Prince Charles comparison. Okay, number one, Prince Charles, I feel badly for one thing. You've been a prince for so long that it's going to be really hard to call you king. Similarly to when a team like the San Diego Chargers, who I just mentioned relatively recently, a minute ago, whatever, but the San Diego Chargers were the San Diego Chargers for 56 years, and now they're the L.A. Chargers, and they've been the L.A. Chargers for you know four or five years, and it takes people a while to make that pivot. Or the Raiders, right? The Oakland Raiders were the L.A. Raiders were the Oakland Raiders again. Now they're the Las Vegas Raiders. At some point, you just become the Raiders. And at some point, Prince Charles, I know you're King Charles now. You kind of have to just become Charles because none of us care. We've been calling you Prince Charles for 73 years. And the part that I feel bad about, obviously, with the, the passing of his mom, uh, 96 years old. So, Prince, uh, sorry, uh, Prince Charles was born to a, a mother who happened to be the Queen of England, who was about 23, 24 years old at the time of his birth. So a relatively young mother, especially here to, in, today in 2022. I mean, shoot, I became a dad at 43 for the first time. But so 23, 24, 22, whatever, Prince, uh, whatever Queen Elizabeth was when Prince Charles was born. So he's 73. He's not that much younger than his mother in the grand scheme of life. Like 96 and 73 are a pretty big difference. But if your mom is 23 years old and she's the Queen of England for life, you're probably going to be Prince Charles for a long time. That's exactly what happened. And so, again, I don't feel badly for him. He's lived an absolute life of privilege and luxury, which I'm about to get into. But no one's going to really want to call you King Charles first. The, the P, the, per, the Prince... It was on, my, on the tip of my tongue again. It keeps being on the tip of my tongue. Also, before I get into the Joffrey Baratheon stuff, so the last name of the royal family, I actually heard this on the Always Sunny podcast, but you know it's technically Windsor, right, because of the House of Windsor. But when you are the uh, Prince of Wales, which is what Prince Charles was, are you the uh, – is your last name Wales? Or does it stay Windsor? Why don't we ever talk about this? And again, they talked about it a little bit on Always Sunny, but they talked about the house, the family name. But when you're the Duchess of Cambridge or any of the other titles that are out there, Duke of Cambridge, etc., you know, do you, do you change your last name? Is it a house that your family took over? I don't know. I'm putting it out there. Anyway, but let's talk about one of the greatest villains in a series littered with great villains, Game of Thrones, Joffrey Baratheon. He's on the Mount Fenway, if you will, the Mount Rushmore, if you will, of hateable, punchable-faced bad guys from the realm, from Westeros, from the Game of Thrones experience. I mean, maybe Ramsay Bolton? who literally flayed the skin off of Theon Greyjoy and obviously did 
horrific things to a lot of people, including Sansa Stark, who, you know, an all-timer, a main character, someone we love, someone we end up loving, someone we have a lot of empathy for, with the exception of maybe Ramsey Bolton, was there a more punchable, in-the-face, impish, spoiled brat, sadistic, masochistic, piece of garbage, fictitious character in all of Game of Thrones than Joffrey Baratheon, who was the prince and became the king following the untimely death, some would say murder, of his father, his alleged father, Robert Baratheon. We all know that he actually was the product of incest, which is, you know, again, in the Game of Thrones world, hashtag not shocking, or in the real world it is hashtag shocking, but obviously... Um, Cersei, his mother, and Jamie Barath, uh, sorry, Jamie Lannister, his father, aka his uncle. Yeah, you get the picture. But the problem is that Joffrey Baratheon is a fictitious character from a fictitious land with fictitious parents, and he's a bad guy. He's a villain. He's a spoiled brat. He's petulant. He's also a boy. Some of the videos coming out of the UK when King Charles became King Charles of him being incredibly rude to servants, etc. I get it. You're the king and you've been a prince your whole life. And so, you know, you clearly think it's okay that people are less than in general and less than you, but you've had 73 years of training to be the king and you're failing 101 of like public perception, dude. And, the fact that you remind me of a 19-year-old actor playing a fictitious boy king in a series that wrapped two years ago and the character Joffrey Baratheon died on HBO probably five, six, seven years ago now. The fact that the first monarch, the first royalty I associate your first couple of days with in terms of being tone-deaf, petulant, impatient, and like not understanding the, 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 the gravity of your role or the gravity of the amount of people who pay attention to everything you do. The fact that a 73-year-old man in real life who's been groomed his entire life to take on this role gave me strong Joffrey Barath- Baratheon vibes. That ain't going great, Charlie. That ain't going great, Prince Charles III. Sorry, King Charles III. Am I getting it wrong on purpose? I don't even know anymore because I just don't care that you're the king don't care nor should I care I don't really care that anybody was the king of England because I don't live in England and you're not real kings like you're not actually in charge of the country you used to be you're not anymore and somehow you got a great golden parachute sweetheart deal to be monarchs forever and also not be contested in that because you're not really in charge of anything except for a ton of real estate and obviously a huge staff which by the way it sounds like Charles fired all of his mother's staff within like four days of her passing because they became redundant because, I mean, you know, we, don't, we don't need two servants for one monarch. Cool. Could you at least let them get to uh, the new year? Could you at least give them a few months? Could you have given them what normal companies do, which is like, you know, a severance package? And maybe they did. But all the headlines are going to produce is he fired people because they were redundant. And he did it like a week after his mom passed away. Which, when you're the king of England, you would think, at 73 years old, you had your whole life to be the king of England. Maybe get a few wins in the PR realm instead of admonishing your servants on camera because they didn't move your pen holder. Dude, you're 73. Dude, you're 73.
Anyway, we'll see how this goes. But when you're giving me Joffrey Baratheon vibes, fake band name of the week, when you're giving me those Joffrey Baratheon vibes, I have zero sympathy, zero time, zero interest. And, you know, we'll see what happens with Prince William becoming King William, etc. down the line. But this is the only time I'm going to talk about Prince Charles, a.k.a. King Charles, a.k.a. Joffrey Baratheon in real life at 73 years old. Filibusterfreestyle.com. Check out the website. Always check us out. Leave a review. Rate the show wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Spotify, Good Pods, SoundCloud. Wherever you get them, like we said, we're typically there. And we appreciate the reviews. We appreciate the ratings. And we appreciate people listening. Have a great one. We'll talk to you soon.